Mac Jones is ripped. The Celtics may actually trade for Kevin Durant, and The Ringer has a new Boston show. I'm Brian Barrett, the host of Off the Pike, the show covering all things Boston sports. I'll have shows multiple times a week covering your favorite teams and with your favorite Ringer and local guests. Plus, maybe Bill will stop by to rant about the Sox. Follow Off the Pike with me, Brian Barrett, now on Spotify. This episode is brought to you by eBay Motors. With over 122 million parts, from superchargers and brakes to exhaust kits and beyond, eBay Motors levels your baby up to its peak performance. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This episode is brought to you by cars.com. When you add your car to your garage on cars.com, you'll unlock access to real-time insights into how much your car is worth. Plus, view its historical and projected value to decide when to sell. So when the time is right, you can secure an instant offer from a local dealership or sell it yourself on cars.com. Start tracking your car's value with your garage on cars.com. Mania. You will never take us alive. Gotta think about the drama inside. It's the Mac Mania. You will never take us alive. Gotta think about the drama inside. It's the Mac Mania. You will never take us alive. Gotta think about the drama inside. It's the Mac Mania. You will never take us alive. Gotta think about the drama inside. It's the Mac Mania. Oh, it's another rendition. That old chestnut. Mac Mania podcast. Sitting on 5W. Sitting on 5Ws. I got the fellas. Listen, I got the fellas. This is a very consistent podcast. What you want me to say? It's yeah. almost like everybody shows up every week. It's crazy. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm I'm like four for four for long, almost 60 weeks straight. I'm like four for four. It's crazy. You know what I mean? Listen, mm-hmm. I got flowbeetle.com. Hey. I got the chisel jaw jack fireman. Hello. <laughs> and I got the man, the myth, the legend, Hi. chocolate captain, planted himself, Brian H. Waters. What up? Fresh what up? off the heels of Jobber Slam Part Duh in the Big Apple in New York, the place where I get some very delicious food. Make no mistake. You know I give New York a hard time, but when I get down to brass tacks, let you me get down time. to brass You're tacks here. Time. The food, why did you sound suck? <laughs> <laughs> the food is sensational. The vibe is sensational. There's no place like it. I do say that. Start spreading the news. I want to be a part of it. New York, New York. Yes, we get it, old blue eyes. We get it. A banger. That's a banger. That's a banger. <laughs> I'm leaving today. I, well, I ain't even going to try to disrespect my... Listen, I ain't trying to disrespect greatness like that. I literally felt the spirit of old blue eyes saying, don't you dare. I got a velvet tone. Don't you do it. But I was going to do it. But anyways, y'all know what I'm getting at. Brian H. Waters in New York City, Jumper Slam Part 2. Uh, wanted to get your just your thoughts on your experience there, brother, brother, and what was your what was give me some give me some highlights of the weekend. Man, let me tell you, let me tell you, let me tell you. Jabba Slam Two. Shout out to Janelle from HR of putting it together. The Jabba Tears podcast. She was just hey. here last week. Y'all should have checked out that episode. Um, it felt great. You know, I mean, when I got there, I saw Janelle first time seeing her since uh, well, last month or two. Yeah, last month. And, <laughs> it was like know, last week. <laughs> <laughs> it was it was it was great to give my sister a hug and just tell her. And after the show, I said, Well done. Well done. I mean, you know, they had, you know, just the energy, first of all. When you walked in there, you felt the love. See, people think New Yorkers are rude, but they I are. Guys, 
Evan does, have, yeah. I, I have to say this. Yeah. I mean, we got... I mean, one of us... They, one of us not, but they are. Let's, <laughs> no, let's no, be no, honest. No, 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 no. Let's be honest, too. If anyone on the podcast... Who hates the most people on the podcast? <laughs> but that's Blow a different the one that's from a, New York. What? It's a question, honestly. That's very New York. <laughs> but these, yeah, oh, that's that's very. But listen, I will say this: the New Yorkers, they're not. It's not like the Rue. They they are. They're up. They're up front. They're honest. They are. I will. They, 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 get a, they get a bad rap. Yeah, and in the wrestling community, I tell them all the time. I said, "Y'all ain't gonna like what I'm about to say. Y'all give that Southern hospitality." And what I mean by that is, when I go up there for the wrestling shows, I get met immediately, immediately with love. They make sure nice. that I don't want for anything. Not double negatives, not want for nothing, but I don't want for anything. And it was phenomenal. I mean, the match card, the, the energy was just, it, it went to a high and stayed there throughout the mm. whole show. Uh, you know, just a couple of highlights. My man, Mr. Black of the Jobber Tears podcast, he was the referee for um, Jobber Tears South vs. Prolific. And oh. now mind you what I just said, he is of the Jobber Tears podcast. The referee of the Jabber South match. And, you know, Mr. Black did the honorable thing. He made sure that Jabber South left away with the victory. And, <laughs> and so that, you know, that was phenomenal. Um, That's amazing. I like when you go over in your own promotion, though. <laughs> I don't care. That's amazing. If I, was, if I ran a promotion, I'd be undefeated for No, I just, I like that. I like that. I like, I, that I like that Vince got over in his last match. That's the greatest thing of all time. I was, I was, I literally, that's when I lost my voice at Mesa I said, he went over! With yep. a punt kick to a punter. I was <laughs> I I literally had an out of body experience when he beat him with a punt. I lost yeah. my mind. I go, he's not gonna win. But anyways, get back. I like when you go over in your own promotion. Yeah, you know he made sure Jabba to himself. You know that's did, amazing. Uh, one and then also you Jeez. had the um, the Faye Jackson gray sweatpants battle royal. A little something for the <laughs> so ladies. And, and, and so it was funny ridiculous. because I, I turned around, shout out to my friend Stephanie Hardy, and I said to her, I said. Y'all can have this. I said, we we had our years as men being entertained by the divas during that year. I said, so y'all ladies have y'all moment. And uh, brother- You hear that? Brian's going to be in the next Sweatpants Battle Royal. <laughs> confirmed. No. No. Confirmed. No. In stone. It's been confirmed it on the podcast. He's been training for months. You see? Yeah. <laughs> I'll tell you this. Stan, uh, so Stan Michael, who was a participant, first of all, he's an R&B singer. So he comes out there and he's singing and then he gets thrown on. I can't do the justice, but he did something like, oh, and, you know, so he was singing throughout the match, but he had a great showing. But he did ask me, he said, Ryan, where are you getting in the ring? Because uh, you've been dropping weight. I said, it's not going to happen. I'm 36. I'm not wrestling. I but, feel um, you, bro. I feel you, man. Edge, someone goes, Mac, someone Smack. You, so you ever think about wrestling, Mac? I go, guys, I'm a 38-year-old man. Like, we need to, <laughs> trying to break, y'all trying to break me. I was you just in the gym. I was just in the gym doing like doing like burpees. And I was like, all right, you know what? Let me just <laughs> let me, I'm, let me, I'm capped at five. Not, not you, know, you know how you know how old I am? I'm the guy, I'm I'm grab the guardrail when you walk down the stairs old. Oh, I That's do that. How old I, I am. Like, Jack, I grabbed the guardrails when I walked down my house. That's why it's there. And, and, it's right and, and, yeah, and that was funny because like at the end, towards the end of the battle royal, Sir Wilkins break was my the producer. Surprise. What y'all trying to do? I need him every Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Sir, Sir Wilkins, he tried to bring some wholesomeness. He said, guys, you know, you have all this eggplant and stuff. Why are we doing this to ourselves, guys? Can't we just play chess? <laughs> <laughs> and, and they all threw him out the ring and then the main event shout out to a good friend of Evan and I was Blizz him and uh, Sir Tizzy 
You know, which sort of tizzy was like, man, he been waiting to get on the song with Evan Mackey. I just put it out there. We working on it. We all working on it. I put it in the universe. We, I swear to you, we're working on it as we speak. They just, He just sent me the beat. Listen, if you listen to the sound of my voice, brother, he sent me the beat. It's fire. I just, I'm just getting back into things. I was down south getting the real Southern hospitality, right? How's it yeah. gonna be out there? <laughs> but yeah, so they they um they wrapped uh, Mia Yim out to her song MIA, which could be found on platforms. And uh, you know, it was great. You could see the vibe, the fans, Look they good. was into it saying, Why I am. And so that was cool. Uh, you know, so make sure y'all check that out. It, it, you could check out a lot of the footage and clips on my social media at Brian H. Waters. Yep. Um, but yeah, overall Jobber Slam. To, brought to you by Battle Club. It was a vibe, and I can't wait to get up there again. Uh, would love for Mac Mania to be up there for Jobber Slam 3 or even one of the other Battle Club shows because, like I said, Battle Club just, you know, welcoming and with open arms and, you know, ran to a few Mac Mania <clears throat> fans as always, and that was always oh, wow. a pleasure. Yeah, I like, I listen, um, I'm, I'm happy you had a good time. Uh, um, anytime somebody puts a promotion together in and does different things for the fans and puts things together. I know it's, I know it's hard to put things like that together. So it's really great that you were up there representing and, and supporting something, something like that. Hope I'm going to be able to attend next year. Um, hope, hopefully somebody I haven't seen in 23 years gets married again and I have to go down to Alabama. You know what I mean? Things <laughs> next thing you know, it's going to be somebody I ain't seen in 30 years and I got to go to, I don't know, like Kilimanjaro. Who knows? That's, that's where I'm having my wedding. No. Uh, <laughs> come, on, come on, Jack. Yo, Jack uh, and Kilimanjaro? Kilimanjaro. Oh, listen, I ain't going to lie. You got married to Kilimanjaro just yeah, because I reference it. I would have to post. I'm pulling, yeah. I'm pulling up. Right, 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 <laughs> right at the very top, right? That's where it's happening. I was at a wrestling show too. I was at the United Wrestling Network's uh, Primetime Put Live. It over. Got to do some interviews. Also, I was the one that introduced the show. So, Fight TV, I was the guy with the thing in my ear saying, We're going live in five, four, oh, three, awesome, two. Yeah. Like, we're here at Primetime awesome. Live. It was really cool. So, check that out on Fight TV. I want to just bulldoze something in real quick that we Why haven't not, brought really? up yet. Do uh, take it over. We got a review on Apple Podcasts. Oh, we we got a, we we got a five star review, and I and want to give a five shout stars? out. Five won. star review, Mac Mania for life from KJIGG says, "I came here simply because Evan T Mac left WWE. Now I listen to the every episode with anticipation. Update months later, I still listen to every episode of the podcast, <laughs> and I even enjoy it when they go off the rails. Keep up the great work, gentlemen, and I hope to meet y'all soon. So, K-Jig, I think is how I'm supposed to say it. Thank you so much for the five-star review. Yo, shout out, to K, K, shout out to K-Jig, because when it comes to reviews, people usually post when it's just negative reviews, and then all True. the good reviews I get are through DMs on Instagram or Twitter, or, and I'm like, God, just put the review up! <laughs> right. But I, with that, so I appreciate, so I really appreciate, I really appreciate any and all positive vibes, because that's, because I'm glad Jack did that, because that leads me to my brand new segment. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Let my father take it from here. Yo, this internet's getting on my damn nerves. Okay, y'all. Listen, this is the segment I call the internet's getting on my damn nerves, man. If you heard the sound of my daddy's voice, that was my daddy's voice you heard. I'm sure Brian already pumped that in because he's really good at what he does. Now, listen, this is going to be in jest. This is not that big a deal. 
But this this week's dinner is getting on my damn nerves. It's brought to you by Grizzly Bear Solomon. Now, typically, I don't usually come at grizzly bears because that is the I fear only two animals on this earth, and it is a grizzly bear and it is a silverback gorilla. And he is a grizzly bear in his name. So I I met this with trepidation. I'm not I'm not entirely confident about this. But Grizzly Bear Solomon, this week and the first, the debut segment goes to Grizzly Bear Solomon. And the tweet he posted just two days ago. I'm placing my bet, RN. I guess what the kids mean is right now. I'm placing my bet right now. At Real Killer Cross Will Main Event, hashtag WrestleMania 39, his first mania in the books. And I just put a wide-eye emoji. Now, this is my first week of the internet's getting on my damn nerves. Now, the reason why I say this is, what? But before I <laughs> no, okay. but before but with, yo grizzly bear, before I go off on my rant, this this is it's because this if if you can't tell by now, this is in jest. This is just a joke, but it, but but you but you post something really great, and that's what I want wanted to, to turn this into. Uh, do you believe in all seriousness, based on what we see in trajectories and how things are going, guys? Do you see that as a possibility? I will go around the horn, carrying cross. Main eventing WrestleMania 39. Is it as far fetched as I think it is, or am I off base on this? I look, the issue with cross main eventing WrestleMania is that he's saying it's this WrestleMania. Yes. If he said next WrestleMania, I'd be like, possibly, very he's likely. At 39. But this so one, far. I think it's a little too close. I think it's still gonna be headlined by one of the big heavy hitters like Roman or Rhodes or McIntyre or Rollins or whoever. Uh, but you know what I like about this? You know what I like about Grizzly Bear Solomon here? He's 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 got some guts. He's putting it out there. You know, so many people hedge their bets with these predictions. You know, and they'll say like, "It's going to be Cody versus Roman Reigns." Easy to do that. Na- easy, yeah. That's safe money. I like that Grizzly Bear Solomon put it out there. He hung some onions. He said, "Let's do this." He, and he let's had the stones. He did. He had. He had. To, you know? he, he had. He had the twig and berries. You're right. He yeah, had it. I, I like that he put it out there. I mean, he's wrong, but I like that. He put it <laughs> you out hear that, Grizzly Bam? <laughs> yeah, I don't know what he's betting. Hope he's at the rent check. Homeboy be out in the street. There is no way. Carrying, <laughs> we don't even know what he's what he's back for. He hit Drew McIntyre from behind like a chump, and then like dodged him for a week backstage. And he wants a main event WrestleMania in a world where Roman Reigns and possibly maybe kind of sort of not the Rock is still in play. Almost like why would you even do that? I know there's two nights. I know it's L.A. That's true. But 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 Carrying Cross main eventing main eventing <laughs> WrestleMania. Absolutely not. I think Logan Paul has a better chance of main eventing WrestleMania. Than I actually would have to agree. I actually would have to agree with that. Uh, not In to, all seriousness, I have to say though, can we pump the brakes on? Like, there's one main event of WrestleMania. Can we, we and everybody knows it, and I've been talking about it for like, years. I think for years they're like, oh, there's seven main events of this WrestleMania. No, there's one. There's one, there's there's one, one. main event, but it there's Roman two nights. Reigns and it's no, Dwayne Johnson. One. It's one. Like, it's one. Wait, Everything last, else is a backup. Everything else is a backup. Yeah, it's last Roman Reigns year, and Dwayne was, Johnson. Last year, there was one main event. It was Brock Lesnar, Roman Reigns. That was the main event. Okay. Now we can argue see. about which one was the of the best, but every year there's one main event. I, I, I hate when they're like, oh, this one's the main event. There are two main events in night one. Like, no. There's can one main no, event on either no. night, though. Because, like, wait a minute. Bianca, oh, wait a minute. Sasha uh, did Saturday night. Their Saturday night. They were the main event. That felt, that felt like a main event. 
Yeah, that, it could be a, a main event. Yeah, we look at that one as the main event. Bianca no, you, Sasha was the main event. That was night two, wasn't it, last year? I know, also, what saying, I know what he's saying. I know what saying. That felt like the main event. It, it's also the marquee on it, right? So if they book the marquee as, like, Bianca and Sasha, they book that as Banks Belair main event. Also, yeah. go back to 1992. WrestleMania Damn! 8. They booked that <laughs> as a show, as a double main event. Even though Savage and Flair oh, was in saying. the middle of the show, but it was booked and billed as that. That's the reason why all the cover art has both matches. But I understand what you're saying, Jack, because JBL and Cena wasn't a main event. That main event was clearly Batista and Triple H. So yep. I think mm-hmm. it comes down to the way it's billed to the fans and advertisers. So I agree with you, but there are some cases where it's a double main event. No, Stone Cold and Kevin Owens wasn't billed as a main event. It felt like it, man. It, but it definitely did, you know. <laughs> My but God, that crowd was the, hot, the, bro. The main, event, the main event this year, though, was Brock and Roman. I feel like I get, what you're, I get what you're saying, and things things may be billed a certain way, but I feel like it's always like when it, someone calls themselves like an executive producer, and like you just kind of or, or, or a producer role, like you just kind of add the the title to something to make everyone mm-hmm. feel better about it. Mm-hmm. There's always one one match is the real main event. I I don't know what this show is going to look like, so I can't say what 39's main event is going to be. But there's let's quit. Let's quit giving everyone the main event tag. You get, you get one. If there's one <laughs> match, is the main event. I'm um, listen. I can't listen. I I I, I posed it because he, he he put it up there. He put he put his tweet out there, and he's in a place in my bed right now. And he says, "Karen Russell, main event WrestleMania 39." To main event WrestleMania on any night is a, an extreme extreme accomplishment. Um, Cody, Lord willing, Cody's. I'm sure he's rehabbing just fine. He's a professional. I I, I see him. I see him even weaseling his way back into Royal Rumble. So that so that means I, he definitely could be back for WrestleMania if if the match of 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 a lifetime does not happen because everyone thinks it's a foregone conclusion, but not necessarily. You know, The Rock's a busy man. It, it, the Rock and Roman is the main event of of a of a of a, of a lifetime. If that doesn't happen, then 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 it start. Then I start thinking we think thinking Cody and, and Seth and Roman versus other people, but but. Hollywood selling ninety thousand tickets in in a couple of days. Mm-hmm. I, I, with all due respect, I don't know if they're going to spend spend that on carrying cross. I don't know. I don't. I don't. I don't see that. I do, I don't. I just don't see. And we've been watching wrestling for a long time. I'm just guy, and I'm not trying to be a douche here. I'm not. I swear. I actually think he's a swell guy. But you said main event WrestleMania. Ooh, in SoFi. Ooh, WrestleMania is a lot closer than you think it is. It it's, is. It's close, brother. Like now. there's. Yeah, it's right around the corner. Really. I mean, we got. <sighs> We're about to start building up to, I mean, Survivor Series is right around the corner. And then that's when you start building up to the Royal Rumble. In theory, in theory, still, in theory, still has the brief. Y'all better listen now. I'm just listen. So Grizzly Bear Solomon, you're getting on my damn nerves this week. (laughs) But in just, just, Evan, Evan, if you knew nothing about these people, who do you think would win in a fight? Grizzly Bear Bear Solomon? Grizzly Bear Solomon or Guthrie? Who's winning? Ooh. Yo, Guthrie. Okay, see, this is this is tough because because Guthrie. <laughs> if you know okay. nothing about them, just all you're getting is the names. Yeah, well, yeah, we don't, yeah, we don't, we're not profiling them because I told you right now, I fear grizzly bears more than anything on earth because I, I'm good with the silverbacks because I'm not going to enc- encounter them unless one gets out of a zoo. Now, grizzly bears are on the table. Grizzly bears are on the table, but I will say this: 
there's something about a Guthrie that, that makes me very about, Guthrie, something about a Guthrie that makes me very yeah. very nervous. Guthrie has, has slapped at least two black people before. You know what I mean? So, <laughs> what? <laughs> I was over I was under say. over under two black people getting slapped by Guthrie. I'm taking the over, but I'm no Yo, <laughs> Guthrie. How many black people you slap, Guthrie? I just I just get the feeling Guthrie is a survivalist. Like yeah, I'm yeah, sure yeah, he's yeah. Guthrie that. sounds like he's, Guthrie. Could, Guthrie could be all naked and afraid and, and last yeah. a whole month. Right. <laughs> the Guthrie, the show ended a week ago. He's like, yeah. He's, he's, like, he's like, I'm all, I'm I'm out here. I'm doing I'm doing I'm doing just fine. Chilling. And I don't I don't know why he has the I don't know why he has the southern anthem, but Guthrie's like, I'm I'm out here chilling right now. The show's been over for like two weeks. I'm like, all right. I've already rebuilt society. I don't need <laughs> I'm like, Guthrie, the show is over. Like, you know, I'm naked and I'm 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 naked and I'm not afraid. I'm like, all right, Guthrie. <laughs> but listen, just when I thought this segment was over, just when I just just when I thought this segment was over and I could put it to bed because I don't know when it's going to come back but the internet does get on my damn nerves this could be a weekly occurrence this could be something about the, the Game of Thrones season premiere which was fired by the way just cleansing my palate over that terrible ending but anyway yo this internet's getting on my damn nerves I come on the show about to come on the show and Brian H. Waters posting a very very disrespectful t-shirt let me tell you something right now. Let me tell you something now. I, this almost could have. This almost could have trumped Grizzly Bear Solomon. Whoever made this shirt is fantastic looking, but the audacity what? to swap out Ghostface Killer, <laughs> Supreme Clientele, Evan Max, twenty-five greatest rap albums of all time, with Brian Danielson's face is the most disrespectful, sacrilegious poppycock I've ever seen in my entire life. Is he wearing it? That's what you're wearing now. He's bro? wearing it right, and he's wearing it right now. <laughs> that is off. Goat face killer, get out of here! Stop. What? <laughs> Goat face killer. Shout stop. out to Storyline Tees. So, yo, Storyline Tees. Let me tell you something right now. The shirt's fantastic. The shirt's fantastic. But let me tell you something right now. You got some damn nerve. That is one of the greatest. That is one of the. <laughs> can I see that? Can you show me that again? And you know, and you know what's so crazy? You know what's so crazy about the shirt? The shirt is flames. Do Ridiculous. not make. No, but it's but let me tell you something right now. This is the, this is why the internet gets on my damn nerves. Daddy, where daddy, where you at, daddy? Say something. Listen, listen, listen. This is why this is why the internet gets on my damn nerves. But Evan, Brian's your producer of the show. But that's why you, I come at everybody. Listen, 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 yeah. listen, listen, listen. Mm -hmm. Brian H. Waters. Not only is that my 25 greatest rap albums of all time, could be top 10 if I really start thinking about it. That's actually my favorite martial arts movie of all time because this is crazy, right? Because I when I knew Ghostface Killer growing up, I was like, man, his name is dope. And then I'm sitting there watching this movie called Mystery Chess Boxing, the great, to me, the greatest martial arts movie ever made back in, back in this time. And I'm sitting there watching. I said, well, I like this movie. It's pretty good. And all of a sudden, this, this, the movie starts like right off the break. It starts, there's a guy outside and he's hanging out with his kids. And his, he's, well, he, got a, he got a kid and his wife. And all of a sudden, he, this guy throws like this little ceramic plate. And this guy picks it up. He goes, Ghostface Killer. And I go, wait a minute. <laughs> I go, oh my God, that's where he got the name. But I was like, okay, now I got to watch the movie. And the guy is literally unstoppable. And I was like, that's why that's his rap name. Because he's one of the greatest um, martial arts villains of all time. And fast forward 20 some years later, that's the first time I watched that movie about 20, 25 years ago. Brian H. Water shows up with a rendition with Brian Danielson's face on it. Says, did the Supreme clientele, the greatest Ghostface Killer album of all time, Brian? And you ain't speaking. Say something. Hey, I like the shirt. I, I saw it. I, I, I got it this weekend. 
at Java Slam. Uh, he had a cool, a lot of dope stuff on there. I had the uh, Nation one before. And so when I when I got there, I saw the table. I said, hey, my man, I'll be over there soon. And so, you know, I got the shirt. He got, got a cool Yokozuna shirt, too. The shirt is fire. Make no mistake. <laughs> it's surreal to see a picture of Brian Danielson with a parental advisory sticker next to it, though. It's like, <laughs> I, I wouldn't think he'd be like, yo, <laughs> drop these balls. Style by T. We and and I'm out. tweeting this out. <laughs> Style by T's. Style by T's. How can I be impressed and pissed off at the same time. Is that possible? I love that shirt. No, the I'm shirt's incredible. How many times did I say? Because I don't want people to think I'm a douche. This shirt is literally, when I, the first thing I thought about was like, this shirt is incredible, but damn it, Brian's getting put in this segment. <laughs> <laughs> that shirt is so damn fire. Why do they have to pick Supreme Clientele? No, so here's the funny part, right? So we, since we're breaking the fourth wall, I come, like, I looked at the notes during Raw last night, and I'm adding stuff, <laughs> adding stuff to the rundown. So I come, you know, sit down about 10.30 Eastern time, 10.30 this morning, and I'm like, Brian, disrespectful shirt. And I'm so slow, like, wait a minute. What, it came what like shirt? two minutes ago. <laughs> what shirt did I wear? I was like, what shirt did I wear? The shirt you wear right there. <laughs> but listen, y'all, damn it. Yo, give me one of them shirts style about the joints kind of fire. But listen, <laughs> moving around. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta drag Yo, give me one of your shirts. Though. It's kind of fire. Let me. Damn it! All right, well, that was the segment. The end that gets on my damn nerves. Now listen. This episode is brought to you by eBay Motors. Passion, drive, and patience—the formula for winning championships—is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED highlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Free samples free shipping, and our 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step and into your home too. Shop Blinds.com now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off at Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Johnny Gargano's return. <laughs> I, I don't want the independent wrestling community to burn this show down okay. without me mentioning that Johnny Gargano's back. Because if I skim past the return of Johnny Wrestling, I fear that the internet wrestling community and all the indie fans across the world would burn this podcast to the ground. Therefore, I don't want that to happen. Therefore, I will mention Johnny Wrestling has returned. To a huge pop, I might add, Canada respects its wrestlers. Canada respects his wrestlers. One thing you know about the Canadian fans, they are a wrestling institution up there in the Great White North. They have, they have little running water. They have one traffic light to the whole entire, entire nation. <laughs> However, they do know some wrestling. They do know some wrestling. And it was really good to see him come back, get the pomp, get the circumstance, make him feel like a big deal. He's one of Triple H's guys. That's been a theme going on right now, but it doesn't mean he does not deserve to be in the spot that he's in. We can worry about his size and the matchups and things like that later. 
He's really great on the microphone. Um, I'm, I don't want them to rehash Tommaso in him again. So, but I don't want to jump the gun. I don't want to jump the gun on what's going to happen. I see A-Town down, Mr. Austin Theory, franchise tag himself. It's, it's poking him a little bit. Uh, I, but like this. So this is, this is not a time to, to, to speculate on bad or good or push or no push. Just want to unpack, not expectations, but just what are you expecting to see or what do you want to see from Johnny Gargano? I loved this whole thing so much. I thought this was incredible. Everything about how they executed this was done perfectly, I think. Every last detail. I mean, the sudden hit of the music, him having the time to explain who he was by literally saying his name and then what he's done and why people should care, talking about his NXT accolades, and then what he wants to do next, the IC title, the US title, the world title. And then calm down right there. That's when I was like, calm down. But... But the fact is, he's telling us why he's there. So many yes. people like Karrion Cross. he shows up we're like, what are you doing here? Johnny Gargano, this is who I am. This is what I've done. This is what I want to do next. For those who don't know, yeah. Right. And then Theory coming out checked so many boxes in the perfect way. It's cuckoo bananas, as old Johnny Gargano used to say. <laughs> cuckoo bananas. With their, with their history in NXT and the fact that he's done everything Gargano's done and uh, how... The world hates theory so much, it instantly makes you want to cheer for the king of the plucky underdogs, Johnny Gargano. Uh, but this is another thing that I think was really cool. And this was told to me by Justin Labar last night on Wrestling Inc. And so I want to give credit to him. Shout but him Austin Theory is the guy that Vince McMahon picked as the person. He was his chosen guy. Triple H is in charge now. And in NXT, who was Triple H's guy this whole time? Adam Cole. It was Johnny Gargano. Johnny Gargano was Triple H's guy this whole time. And so now for us guys who love to, like, us internet fans who love to read into things, we're getting the Vince McMahon guy versus the Triple H guy with the history in NXT together, with everything built in, and because it's theory that we already hate so much, it's going to make us love Johnny Gargano. This was absolutely perfect. And of course, whenever we talk about NXT and quote unquote, could they make it on the main roster? Johnny Gargano was always the first person we talked about. Could he make it? Now we get to see it. Now we get to answer that question. I am so excited about this. This is absolutely perfect. I think Jack sold it better than what I saw last night, man. I, I thought I was kind of like, okay, yeah, that's cool. But Jack was like, oh, now you put it out there. I'm on board. Here's what I love. I loved the coming back from break, no commentary, return. If I ever have Lay a return out. to WWE with no co- that's the best way to do it. Because like, use that, hear the response, it was great. Johnny Gargano comes out, says what he wants, what he was to accomplish. I can't get mad at that because one of the problems I've had with Cross is that Cross is there. And I'm supposed to expect who he is. If you don't watch NXT, you're a bit confused, but okay, a Google search can fix that. But I will say this. Austin Theory, or the formerly Austin Theory, Theory, my boy, Evan's boy, saved that segment. Because he was the only person in that ring saying things with his chest. He was the only person in that ring with a microphone. I was believing the entire Mm. time. And that is a problem if you're Johnny Wrestling. You can wrestle all you want, but now you're on the big show. You're at the show. You gotta make me feel what you want with your words as well. And Theory made me go, okay, that's the guy I want to see win. I, I I can't agree. I couldn't agree more, Flobo, on, on, for many many reasons. It was the first time I seen Austin Theory starting to feel a little comfortable. 
Um, I, I, I fancy myself a person who, who can tell when someone's comfortable and uncomfortable on, on camera. Theory, the young, young man, if you're listening to me, he wasn't feeling it just yet. And I think because he's not a bad person, he, he didn't embrace the villain role. Same with Roman. Roman didn't feel, it didn't feel right. But that's the first, that for something happened, something happened that night where he came out when he started saying, man, it's almost like I've already accomplished everything you want to accomplish already. You know, when he said that, I was like, he's starting to believe in his character. He's starting to believe in the moment he's in. He's starting to slow down and relax a bit and just get into the, the theory character. Starting to realize you can't, you don't have to live the gimmick. I know everyone likes that, but I personally don't. I like people that can create a character. I like a person that can be a douchebag and then go home and bake cookies. You, you know, you know what I'm saying. So like, so everyone's always like, they live the gimmick. Who the hell can't do that? It's like who can't be the person they are on TV. So, I, but so theory, theory is being someone different. You know what I mean? He's he he might look like he's that cocky guy, but he's not. So. So I think it took him a little bit to realize, like, let me separate the two. Let me be that hated guy on camera and start believing in what I'm what I'm saying. And I don't know if it took Johnny Gargano. I don't know if he knew the moment. I don't know if it's just time. I don't know if it's practice. I don't know what it is. But that's the first night I felt theory was turning the corner on the microphone, on the microphone. And 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 maybe it, maybe it was Johnny. Maybe he's comfortable with Johnny. Maybe it maybe it was that. I don't know. And so now I need to see his follow up to that. But um, you're right though. When I seen him in the ring with that guy. I was like, now we're talking because I, I, I know people, I listen, he was trending. I get it. Guys, this is a different animal, man. It, it just is. Canada was a perfect place to bring him out to. I, I want to I wanna see what happens next week. Just what the, what the IWC doesn't really understand, and I think they always get lost in the shuffle, is that, that middle America casual viewer is the bulk of the audience. It's the bulk. And I know that pains people to know that. With all due respect, comic book fans aren't the reason why Avengers got a billion dollars. Are you kidding me? Seriously? Mm -hmm. It's they resonate with us and, and the casual fan. I, I talk to casual fans and have never read a comic book in the world, but they've seen every single Marvel movie. So that's, see, that's a, never op cracked open a comic. So the same thing translates to a person like Johnny Gargano. With all due respect, guys, I don't give a damn what you guys think. What's going to resonate is when, when he's at these other places, these wrestling lot, these WWE lives, and he's because because he's not and he's not on NXT and he's out in front like naked to the world, and he's and then he's cutting those promos. Not in, he can't be in Canada every week. I would love to see what he does, and it's not. I'm just telling you what I think and what I see, not about what I feel. I like I like Johnny Gargano. I just want everyone to stop acting like he's the savior of this WWE product that's been around for 40 years. I would say that everything you're saying, I think, is more evidence of the fact that this was done perfectly. Because I agree. I think Canada Perfect is going place. to appreciate him more. And that sets the tone for when he goes forward. Now, we'll see, obviously. We'll Maybe see. I we'll could see. be wrong. But that's no, what I, I love right. about this segment is that he gets the big the big ovation when he comes out. He tells us he's a big deal. And then kicking Theory in the face sets the tone going forward. Because Theory is hated. He's a very good people definitely like to see him get kicked in the face. They do. So when he comes out again, people are gonna go, hey, that's the guy that kicked up Theory in the face. Mm -hmm. I like him. And I think that this was executed in just an incredible way. I, I agree. I I mean, we'll see how it plays out. Um, but I think that if we we talked about it before with Karrion Cross, like now he's been given the chance. Let's see how it goes. 
Gargano was debuted perfectly. So that's why I'm excited to see how he does on the main roster because he was presented perfectly. There's no argument I could think that down the road you could say, well, they didn't debut him right or whatever. This was perfect. So we're going to see, does this work? Yes or no? Because there's there's going to be no, well, he had to wear a mask and straps across his chest or something. You know what I mean? This is, the debut was perfect. So as a fan, hey, a I am excited to see how this looks. I'm excited to see so, how this no, goes. It's so done very well. Because his ring, because his ring gear is amazing. He always, he always spends a lot of time, a big, big comic fan always spends a lot of time on his gear. His gear is going to grab some eyes. The, the people that are going to, that they don't, they're not privy to Johnny Gargano. They're going to see like how much time and effort he puts into just his ring gear and his, his persona. And he's good on the microphone. And I think he has, to me, he has all the checks, all the boxes when it comes to that. I just want to see these these certain matchups, the matchups they put them with, the people now, they put them in, the programs they put them with. It's is going to be key to me in this early stage. Yeah. So now at the end or somewhere down the line, mm-hmm. you don't want to see him and Champa make their way back to each other. I can Not understand that rushing it now. I can understand Not for that. a while, but like the magic that they put on together, like if I, even if it's two years it. down the line. But but on the I, I mean, Thanos and Iron Man had magic. I don't want to see them have another. You know, move, I yeah, wouldn't see another uh, movie with them. Like, you know? like, I, I don't mind them as but, I don't mind them as a tag team. No, but man, that that rivalry they had, man. I'm in the middle. I, I would say I'm yeah, down for like a I world's collide. Depends on how they or do it. Yeah, matchup for yeah. one last run. But I would never have them together like. In not, but not a, tri- not a Don't give me another, don't give me another trilogy. Okay. Yeah, but I can't do like I can't I can't argue with great great wrestling. You know what I mean? That's yeah. that, to me because at its core. I know as much as WWE tries to act like it's not, you know, it's they, it's Used still a rest, it's still a wrestling Used promotion. To. Yeah, they can pretend all they want, but we're entertainment. I go, but the product's wrestling. Right. <laughs> with, mm-hmm. with all due respect, you can't just do do promos and bits and stuff backstage. At the end of the day, somebody got to get in the ring and fight. So I know we they, they we can pretend like it's more entertainment than that, but so at its core, the fans still want to see people wrestle. That is still the draw. Spoiler alert: that's still the draw. And There's if anybody a, thinks I'm crazy, stop wrestling tomorrow and just do TikToks and see what happens. There is not a soul on <laughs> earth that watches Raw and says, this is entertainment. It's not pro wrestling. Not a soul. Every nope. single person that watches is, I'm watching wrestling. Yep. There's and not. I'm just saying, so so Tommaso and Johnny Gargano if framed properly, why, why not? But just don't give me no 16 month freaking back and forth right, each right. other. I know what you Please, mean Please, Lord, Lord Jesus. I'm sorry. It ain't my fault you, the, the sucker MCs out there ain't watch it. Yeah. Watch it. It's on NXT. Go, go on Peacock. It's really good stuff. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's great. I just think there's so great many stuff. options for them. Why go back to the same thing we've seen? Let's get some fresh stuff. That's it. all. But, but if you want to, they will have a little, a little bit of an impasse later. Why not? Like, hey, what's going on? What's up? You know, and they're like, all right, let's show these guys what we do. <laughs> I, I, I want that to be the segment. Champa walks up to Gargano and goes, hey, yo, what's up? Hey, man, what's going on? <laughs> Listen, Beth Phoenix shows up on Raw after Edge beats Damian Priest, but it's tagged by Judgment Day. Listen, with that being said, then Edge said he wants to retire next year in Canada in August 
Flobo, did you hear about this? Did you catch word? <laughs> Are you happy? Are you sad? Are you indifferent? I know you don't, but you're not praying this on someone's off downfall. The hook did everyone, did everyone blow you up? Was it a hot? Was it a hot button issue? I was like, I, I was, I got sad. I just, but I thought about you. Like, how did you take the news that he's calling his shot? He's said, gonna walk away. First thing I said is in that Copeland household, I want to see more Beth Phoenix matches. That's what I want to see. I want to see a Beth Phoenix round. But like, I, this is what I'm talking about, this dude Edge, right? Uh, <laughs> so yes, I got tagged a lot with this, this announcement shot, but this guy decides to come in and call his shot a year out and go, next August, I'm going to retire here. You don't know what promise tomorrow. You're not Kobe Bryant, or you're not you're not a Mariana Rivera having a year-long love and fest, so kind of like swapping Yo. jerseys week in and week out. You don't get to do that. He doesn't you know get I mean? a jersey swap? No, you retire and you say you're done. You got to do the Tim Duncan press release, brother, because... You come back and disappointed <laughs> on so many different storylines, so many different segments, and now you're going to say, yeah, next August, I'm out? Come on. You're part-timing now, baby. You, you called Jeez. him a Tim Duncan press release, bro. No, you know, he needs to do a Tim Duncan press release <laughs> retiring. That's what he needs to do. Hey, guys, I'm done. Hey, Don't be like, yo, Tim next Duncan. August. Put some respect on Tim Duncan, though. No, Big he facts. Gets all the respect. Big he has all the respect. But I'm saying is, even Tim Duncan's like, yeah, I'm good. I'm out. Don't be like, yo, I'm Tim Duncan. I'm so, gonna give you nice so you say Edge, I'm gonna stop right here. No, man. Edge has on. not earned a no. year-long pomp and circumstance. I'll be honest with you. I'm trying to be as objective For as this I can. Year, <laughs> I see literally. If if I was not the biggest fan of Edge, but if his original run ended that way, if he said, hey, look. WrestleMania's coming up, I want to end there. Even though I didn't particularly care for it, I'd be like, you know what? That makes sense. But you've come back, and if you're not on the shelf with injuries, and your storylines are basically carried by everyone you're with, to sit there and say, I want to go retire a year from now? Yeah, you can say it. I'm not going to get mad you said it, but I was like rolling my eyes like, really? You get to do this in Canada? Come on, man. That could have been a, a tweet. That could have been a press release. You don't have to do that on Raw last night. Like, uh, but as I say that, more Beth Phoenix matches, please. Yeah, she's called. This, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm I'm gushing about WWE right now because I Gush. absolutely have loved everything they've been doing. This I think is also great. I first off, I think Edge has been as he's since he's left Judgment Day, he's done very little, but I think he's been good since he's come back. And he hasn't done anything. But also what he did, I think him calling his shot is the smartest thing he could have done because now every single event he does <laughs> is a must-see event if you're a fan of Edge. If you're someone who likes Edge, and a lot of people like Edge, I like Edge even though he blocked me on Twitter. Edge, why uh, did you block Jack? Here I am saying nice things about him, but he blocked me on Twitter. So He'll never weird. Know. I'm telling you, I think he was in a blocking spree. I don't think he meant it. I'm but, telling you. But that said... Because now everything he does is like, you only get so many more of these. We know there is an end to this now. And so many times we don't know there's an end. And so there's this idea that maybe they'll come back. But if there is an end now, if you are a fan, or even if you're just a, a casual fan, if he's coming to your city, you got to see him because this could be the last time you get to see him. I think it's smart business wise. I think Hold it's on. smart to let him go out on his on the way he wants <laughs> to. Hold up. Well, wait, wait, wait. Let me take Why? my feelings of Edge out, out the way. Let's say let's say it's Russell X doing that. You're going to tell me that's a good business decision to have a year-long tour, but now you can't book them in a final match at Survivor Series or Rumble or Mania. You really can't build anything up because you've already said a random Monday Night Raw or show house show in August next year is going to be my last match. Yeah, you're getting money at the gate, but you're pretty much cutting a nose to spite your face. Are you not? 
No, because every single show on the way, you're going to get paid. If you say random wrestler, yeah, random Hall of Famer going one more year is a big deal. Any pick a Hall of Famer. If they said, like, that's a big deal. I think that's a a great move. And if it's a if it's a house show, every now and again they do big house shows. I mean, they didn't did they not have Brock and Roman at uh, at a house show as a big deal? Like they do that sometimes. And plus, now you can tell those stories in a way that the the fact that they call like WrestleMania, we have WrestleMania, we have SummerSlam. Those are big shows. You could argue or they're going to sell themselves. They'll have stuff for that. But now you can sell whatever is happening in August in Toronto, too. Hold on. But now putting Edge back in the equation. Here's somebody that saw an unexpected tricep injury that went for seven months. Edge gets injured in June of next year. Then what? Then you're done. Who cares? That's too. Who Too cares? Much. Okay, fine. Who I mean, that, you could you could say that about literally anybody. That's what, what I'm if saying, what Jack? if Ro- what if Roman Reigns breaks his legs? Okay, yeah. now suddenly <laughs> we can't. Yeah, 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 suddenly, the but, but, his, but his Roman's like what? acknowledge me next July on the Alice Samoa. We're going live. No, but, but I'll, be, I'll be there. Injuries, <laughs> but injuries will literally that you can derail anything. Derail anything. on earth. You are so don't build anything. Why are we building anything? You're like, at a point of your career where you're absolutely, relatively speaking, please don't quote me out this, don't pull it out, but you're fragile because the injuries you had were totally <laughs> preventable. So now you're saying on a show a, a year from now, that's not a big event, you're going to call it, I'm going to be like, okay, it's just a go. Yes, he's earned the right to go out wherever he wants. That's what I was going to say. It's that's not about say. that. He can do that whatever he wants because I can't get mad because I'm just a guy on a podcast that people don't give me five stars at all. I get them once in a while. But at the same time, though, I say this, this pop and circumstance seems very indulgent. Of the radar okay. superstar. Oh, that's okay. Let me let me add, let me add this because if he does get hurt, let's say he gets hurt in June. To your point, and we say it doesn't matter. Let's say he gets he's in a match with Damian Priest and uh, Edge gets hurt and now he can't finish. Damian Priest comes out the next day. I ended Edge's goodbye tour. I am the guy that ended his oh, career. Yeah. When like I Baron wanted Corbin to. retired Kurt Angle. Totally worked out for him. It Come really on, did Jack. not. But it really but did not. Has, but that's a, we're talking totally different things though. That, that was a Hall different world. That was a different world. I, look, I, look, I see it's interesting. This is interesting stuff. I, 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 I mean, it worked I, out I, for HBK. He seemed pretty great yeah, when he yeah. ended the career I, of Ric Flair. I, I, um, I think, listen, I think, <laughs> and that yeah, stuck. I think, I think, I think, we, I think, at the, I think, I think down to brass tacks, <laughs> I think very something very simple. I think he really did it because it was the first time he was in Canada in a while. And I, f- I felt like he didn't know when they're going to get back to Canada based on scheduling and stuff like that. So I think he felt at that time, at that moment right there, he wanted to speak to his his crowd and say what was on his mind in front of a live audience in Toronto. I, I think that's all it might have been. I'm not saying he's not going to do it, but I think he was like, yo, this is the first time I've been back in Canada wrestling in a match in years. I'm going to come out here and I'm going to tell people that I want to retire at this point in time. And hopefully it's hopefully it's circled back up in the Great White North, and hopefully it's a, it's a maybe he knows something we don't know. Who, mm-hmm. who knows? Unless unless they've already tell me when the hell SummerSlam is. When SummerSlam? Yeah, got a, they got the venue already. I don't think so. Oh, if they don't. Yeah, then maybe maybe he knows something we don't know. I mean, I'm trying I'm trying to think he's trying to end on a spectacular note, like like SummerSlam in Toronto or something like that. You know what I mean? Like I that, like that'd the be idea spicy at a, at a house show. I kind of like that. I'm idea. listen. I'm, I'm for any way any way the rated R superstar wants to go out. Listen. Listen, you already know. As long as I hear that, you think you know me. <laughs> I'm, I'm confirmed reports are having a summer summer in Nashville again next year. Okay. 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 So then, then, then I don't know what the hell you're talking about then. But, uh, 
Because <laughs> I just, I just want him. To, I want the brother to go out the way he wants to go out. And I want I, if he, if you, if I had my druthers, Ed, you'd wrestle him as long as as long as Flobo was alive. I have you wrestle. <laughs> I'd parallel Flobo's life with your career. So if Flobo lives to be ninety six. I want I want Edge to be a hundred and whatever and be like, yeah, on this day, I'm still here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's, he always I just gets want, I want I'm so tired. Yeah, I just want Edge to see Flobo just spear him like in the middle of like the like the lo- the hotel lobby, and I would just run out. Just I would just run out butt naked and just run home wherever we were. I don't care if we were in. I don't care if we were in wherever. Let's go back to Kilimanjaro. I'd swim across the water. Kilimanjaro Hyatt. Look, yeah, just, just the Kilimanjaro night. Hyatt, baby. Is that on Netflix? Where, where the, the nightly rates like. four hundred and fifty dollars a night. Hi, you need to get your life together. Hi, let me tell you something right now. I've been listen. Hi, you are very spectacular place but i don't care about your bars i don't care about your pools i don't care about your towels you should not have no damn room four hundred dollars a night when i walk in there and you don't even have a microwave yeah maybe a brother oh, wants a hot pocket. we oh, we believe that uh the classier organization the classier hotels doesn't don't have m- m- microwaves because it makes it look unclassy you know it makes me feel delicious though a hot pocket at night some tostitos yeah. Yeah, if you're so classy, get an air fryer then, okay? How about that? If you're something. so classy, give me an air fryer. Give me an easy bake oven. Y'all <laughs> moving into these Hyatts? What's going give, on? Me a, give me a crock pot. <laughs> give me a cro- oh, crock pot booking, baby. Crock Listen, booking. Edge, if you're at Kilimanjaro's Hyatt, I'm not paying that $600 a night fee. But right, come to the go. wedding. But, but yeah, but for sure. But, but spirit flowable because it just be it would be good for the show. Don't worry, it'd be a weak spear. I'll get it. Would you take a bump for the show? Would that be good for the show? Be the number one thing that ever happened uh, on the show. Ed Spears, he's like a nice warm hug. Yeah, I'll take oh. that. <laughs> <laughs> it's like one of those. <laughs> now Goldberg, nah. Yeah, listen, I ain't taking a Goldberg spear. If he was 175, I ain't taking a Goldberg spear. Dad's strength. He is the greatest spear of all time, and people need he needs to do a tutorial on how to do a spear. So yeah, you you murder people. That's how he does. I've never seen it. I've never seen anything like he puts you puts you inside out. It's a beautiful thing to watch. So, Trish, listen, the original boo thing, Trish Stratus, coming back looking like a million bucks, telling all these haters, I can, get, I, can, I can go from retired to unretired in one fell swoop. Coming out, I was 28 years old when I realized Lil' Kim was on the theme song. Shame on me. Shame on me. Maybe I didn't think, maybe I didn't think back in the day WWE had that kind of stroke. It's not my fault I woke up one day and heard, I was like, is that Lil' Kim? I don't know, you know what I mean? I was blown away. She comes out. She comes out. Bailey comes out. Did I know Bailey was going to wrestle that night? Did not. EO, Dakota, Oscar, Miss Bliss. Shout out to Alexa Bliss for coming on the podcast. Listen, you got Trish in the ring. Started making me think that she might not be done just yet. She's she's not like she was never fit, but she's fitter somehow. Mm-hmm. And she might. Is she is she going to be wrestling in Cardiff? She going to be is she going is she going to be wrestling? What's happening? Am I tripping? I Is it going to be another match? Is good. What's going on? Am I getting too excited about Trish coming out of retirement? What the hell's happening right now? I actually thought that was, you know, you always love when the, the, the old veteran comes back and works with the young stars. But as I was watching this, this was the one thing I didn't like about Trish there is I was like, she doesn't look like an old veteran at all. She looks no. like she's supposed to be in there with them. Trish looks like a million, like, trillion, billion bucks. Uh, uh, Listen, listen. Trish walked around and looking like literally like Scrooge McDuck's vault. That's what she looked like. <laughs> <laughs> Trish, Trish Stratus, you listen to me. You look like Scrooge McDuck's vault last night. Coming out here looking like the vault of Scrooge McDuck with all that money. Damn a million bucks. A million billion bucks. Uh, I mean, I 
I think I echo everyone's sentiments, I think, anyways, is the whole time I was watching this, I was thinking, she's getting back in the ring, right? She's going to wrestle. Mm-hmm. In fact, as the show ended, I was thinking, I was almost a little let down. Like, oh, she didn't wrestle. Like, I felt like she was going to. Me but, too. Um, is, I have a question for you guys about Trish. Is I posted this on Twitter, but I don't know your guys' thoughts. Is Trish the most beloved legend in all of WWE? Is there anyone more universally beloved than Trish? Does, uh, I've, I've never seen a single thing negative about her. Yeah, ever. Everybody, everybody loves Trish. I would say Trish or, or Molly Holly. Yeah. Those Everyone things. loves Molly, yeah. too. Everyone loves yeah. Molly. Everyone loves Trish. Even on Twitter. I've never seen like an angry no, you're right. internet it's fan. It's Trish because with, uh, with, in seriousness, they're um, Molly and Trish. They're like, they're, they're consummate professionals. They're they're beautiful human beings they're nice to everyone they're they they they're professional they they it's just but but with that being said there's still someone that's gonna hate on you but 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 for trish and trish and molly they this doesn't happen yeah, <laughs> it, ever. it just doesn't happen you know so listen just excited to see her back i know she was in the hometown and whatnot but it was excited to see her back cut a little promo against bailey and bailey returned and and um she had a match against Aaliyah, and it was just listen i was I was um I didn't know when she would come back. I didn't know how it would look when she came back. I was more nervous than most people were. Because with all due respect, like when I hear somebody that gone from a knee injury, especially in this day and age we are with all the 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 advancements we've had in, in sports nutrition and in sports medicine and things like that, I was I was surprised she wasn't back sooner. And so I was getting a little nervous. <laughs> I was getting a little nervous because she still has a lot of a, a career left. But it was so it was good to see her in the ring. Flobito.com. What did you think about seeing your girl uh, Bailey back and uh, the, the match she had? I know she was. I know she was. It was. It was one of those matches where she's just feeling things out still. Um, yeah. And and it was. But I think I just all in all, it was just good to see her back in the ring. So, so context. Bailey's one of my favorites of all time. But even I know this was a preseason form. Yeah. Whereas Paula Martinez and it looked like Aaliyah wasn't the best dance partner. There was some frustration on Bailey's face towards the end of the matchup. I don't think that was. Uh, part of her character work if you say but it's cool to see her back and uh sometimes yeah. you when you see hear about the injury and the time off you, you get kind of nervous like are they compensating are they changing their thing like uh with all the respect when when tika knox tore her acl the second time yeah. you can tell there's a change of how she approached her matches yeah uh, but you know what I, if this is the start of making sure everyone can go for carta for that that six woman tag then i'm all i'm on board despite the fact the match itself wasn't right home about yeah, had to get her, had to get her in, had to get her into, had to get her into the, the swing of things. She's going to go to Cardiff and that's going to be one of the hottest crowds in, in years. And, mm-hmm. and I know she wants to be at her best when you do something, when you have a major injury. Now I never had an injury of that level ever. That's crazy. Like when I, but I did my, my basketball career ended cause I tore my groin like, like completely. And I kid you not, I never, it took me years to be like, not think I was going to do that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's just, it's a thing that happens when you do like, have a severe injury. Like no matter how healed you are, there's something you do where you're like moving different. Like I feel that's how Saquon Barkley's playing a little bit right now, because because he tore his ACL a little bit, and I feel Bailey was moving like that. Jack, I don't know what you're thinking about it, but it's just, mm-hmm. it's just something I think I think it's, I think it's subconscious to be honest with you. You know where she's moving a certain way because of how catastrophic that injury was. Well, I was uh, speaking with Jimmy Corderas, the legendary WWE referee, right. last night, and Come on. Uh, Come on over. Uh, but but. Uh, <laughs> I was chatting with him yesterday or last night, and he brought up a good point about how it this was a smart move to have Bailey on TV in, in a match like this uh, ahead of Cardiff because you can practice as much as you want. You can train as much as you want, but there's something different about being in front of a live crowd, a hot crowd with different. TV timing uh, and having to understand timing, crowd there, all that other stuff. 
will this go on Bailey's DVD of greatest hits someday? No, because they don't make DVDs anymore. But will they go on? <laughs> the hell, they don't. I just bought Spider Man. <laughs> will they? Uh, well, I, I just bought it on 4K. What the hell, you mean, Jack? I'm about the I've, got, I've got some bad news about technology. I got the 4K. <laughs> I got some bad news. <laughs> but the point is, I Put think some that respect this was, on Blu-ray. I, I think this was just very smart. <laughs> I got my. <laughs> uh, you're right the, though. they're phasing uh, they're phasing them out they're phasing them out Go yeah ahead. but they uh but but it's i think it was just it was a it was good and it, i i don't think you were going to get bailey's greatest match her first match back yeah. regardless of what happened and so yeah, 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 yeah. i think now was the time to do it and this was the way to do it and it was um oh, yeah. i i think that this was a, i think this was a net positive, though this was definitely not match of the night or match of the week or anything like that. Well, let me jump in real quick because uh, last week, this time, I, w- I was in Vegas performing uh, comedy, live comedy. And, and I can tell you, I write my jokes, I recite my jokes, I'll even crack jokes here. But there is something different about doing that and getting back your subjective timing of being like, okay, how long is this bit going to go? What's my next move from here? Mm-hmm. That's something you can't really simulate unless you're out with the crowd. So mm-hmm. I hear that. Yeah, she needed to get she needed to get in the ring, and and that and that's a hot. Like I said that's a Toronto crowd. That's a hot crowd. I, I think it was just a perfect time to do it. It's still Monday Night Raw. That's still a marquee spot on on the USA Network. And um, again, yeah, she doesn't. She's been very tight lipped about things, you know. I, so I, re- I really wish I could gauge her thought process and how her rehab went because, like I said, we we, we know that's not her first match. You know, you know she's been running mm-hmm. running those ropes and taking those bumps and taking those flat back bumps and doing that and getting and getting into the ring and wrestling with. But who you know, Natty probably pull it up. You know what I mean? Making sure she gets the best the best work possible. You know, they're in there. She's in there wrestling with the best. So it's just one of, like I said, it's just good to get those reps in because Cardiff's gonna be. Ooh, Cardiff's I didn't gonna hate the match though. I, know, I didn't hate. Them. Oh, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't, I, I, I didn't think. Um, I think that might have been one of Aaliyah's better matches. That was her Obviously, best match. That's the best match. Yeah. Well, that's the best know, match I, of Aaliyah's career. I would say grass. It was better. It was, well, that's was, the best match of Aaliyah's career. <laughs> and, 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 and I can understand. She showed but, up for her crowd. That was the yeah, best match of her bingo. career. If you, if you say it wasn't, tell me her best match. I can't do that right this time. You okay, know, so we're, we're short on time. You know, she had, she had that. She had that one with Natty that was really quick. Yeah, that was three seconds. That was great. But don't come on, man. I'm not a hater like that. But, but I'm just alone. saying, like I thought, you know, I I'm thought, over here giving flowers. You're like, I don't know about that. What the what? I'm just saying the best match is very like. Okay, but I think it was a, she, it was a good opponent. She was a good opponent. It was, it was one of the okay, best. Okay, homework for the night, Flobo. Give me Leah's best match besides last night. I don't want to do homework. Stop. <laughs> I used to be like, teacher, come on, Gamma. We just did a test. So uh, I give like these 15 worksheets and you have to read page. Uh, you have to read, 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 read chapter Fridays, two through 13. Oh, no. I go, so you can do 13. That, you can do that over spring break. <laughs> yeah, I'm, always like, I'm like, yo, I know, no, no, we can't because it's spring break, you terrible teacher. Yeah, like, Everyone, I say, oh, I'm not, do, I'm not doing that. <laughs> oh, I used to be always like, do what? I like, you know, like uh, uh, chapters uh, two through 64 are due next week. I'm like, hold on, wait, wait. You know, you know, remember that teacher? You know that teacher that gave you like 10 chapters? Like, oh, come on, man. Like, come on, man. You know, I have other classes, right? What the hell is wrong with you? But anyway. <laughs> but no, listen, I was trying to give her, I'll give her her flowers. She was doing, she was trying different things, just stuff on the outside of the ring. Um, I think she wanted, to, I think she wanted to show up a show out for the crowd. I think a lot of the crowd didn't know she was from Canada. Yeah, keep it a buck. You know what I mean? And so I, I didn't think know she, until they said it, to be honest. Just I just want to. I love Canadians. Well, <laughs> damn, Brian, Brian gave me the side eye like he was well, in that gym. Well, like, 
I don't know. But like, no, 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 no. So, so uh, uh, Kevin Owens, the new shirt is the old shirt, Brian Waters says, and Chad Gable, the match was lit. And the thing about mm -hmm. Chad Gable is what you know, there is a common denominator with Chad Gable, not just him shooshing people, is that he will put on one of the best wrestling matches. This dude could have been an Olympic gold medalist like Kurt Angle, chose, chose wrestling. Chad Gable, the one thing you will get out of this young man is beautiful, pure, systematic wrestling at its highest level. And Kevin Owens is no slouch. He can contrast his style with anybody, wrestle with anybody. I dare I say that was the match of the night, Brian Waters? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Just sitting there, you know, you it made you want to just stop anything else you were doing and just take in good wrestling. And then you know what Kevin Owens' storytelling, and then you could just feel it. I mean, he's in his home country. You could feel the energy from the crowd. You can see, like, it's kind of like when you, you brought up school. When you got your favorite teacher back, you ready to do the real oh, work. the best. That's how he looks. He, like, he knows, like, Triple H is his guy. You know, we saw when he became universal champion, Triple H literally handed the title to him. And so we know he's a Triple H guy, and you just see it. And I thought it was incredible. See, see Kevin Owens getting back to prominence. I know that it's getting a little, it's getting a little crowded right now. Do you guys see him getting back to prominence? I don't like the rush things because this is a weekly thing they do. Like wrestling goes, you know what I mean? But but it's one of those things where it feels like one moment Kevin Owens, he's having that great program with Roman Reigns. And then it feels like back burner a little bit. It feels like he's below the tiers of where Seth is at right now, where Riddle's going to right now, where Cody's at right now. Do you see... I know that he cut that promo that last week about coming back to prominence. Do you see him getting back? It feels like he's been back for a while now. A this, while. This is why they're doing this right. Is so many people want people to just go challenge for the title day one. Can't or do just that. Get, and they want to put the rocket on people all the time. But this is how you build him up, by having him get these big wins over and over again. And uh, by the way, Chad Gable uh, was someone who I wasn't a huge fan of for a long time. He's totally, so good, man. Totally turned on him, loving him now. But what I've noticed about what, what they're doing in WWE right now, and especially with matches like this one, and Flobo, I'd love to get your thought on this, is I'm getting very much a NXT UK vibe in the sense that when this match started, we all kind of had a feeling Kevin Owens was going to get the win here. We all kind of felt that. But he had to work for it. Yes, this was did. a match. This was tough. And because of that, Kevin Owens looks better because he got a hard-fought win. Chad Gable looks better because he really put in some fight. He put Kevin Owens to the limit. Both guys look great. And in NXT UK, back with, as it was going, even the, some, something that was a calling card of them is you'd have a guy that would lose for two years straight. But if mm -hmm. he was in, the, in a match with the world champion, that world champion was going to get tested. It was going to be a hard fight. That's what I'm seeing a lot of with Raw right now. And that's what I'm seeing with matches like this, where Chad Gable took a loss, but I don't feel like he lost. I feel like he still looks like a tough out. Amazing. Both guys look great here. And I think that that is just such a recipe for success. Well, first of all, shout out to Draped and Gold Podcast, DrapedandGold.com, baby. Um, <laughs> I'm with you. I felt like th that's happening a lot on Raw. Remember we always say for weeks here, it was go out there and just wrestle. And we're getting that. And I'm not even... Well, you know, I'm not the biggest Chad Gable fan, but I'm not a hater, though. And I know that Chad Gable can bring it, and Kevin Owens did. To answer your question, Evan, though, I think they're priming Kevin for the draft. Either he okay. goes to SmackDown or the field will be cleared on Raw from the rise in prominence. That's how okay. it's done. So you get him cooking now, but the draft happens. You have some new scenery or some new roster. I'm cool with that. <clears throat> I'm cool with that. Yeah, like I said, it's just, we, one thing I know about Kevin Owens, he's, he's 
He's one of the best. He really is. Every, every, it's, it's hard not, man. Damn. He is, it's, but I watch him and like him and that game, him and Gable, man, that match was something. Gable's a, Gable can go, man. That dude is some, man, that dude can wrestle, man. He really, really, really can. I'm watching that match like, like damn, this dude can go. I, 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 at the end of the day, at, uh, you call me a wrestling purist, and as much as people think, like, uh, I'm an entertainment guy, because I, I believe you need both. You do. You do need both because it's um, when, you, when you're doing three hours, you're doing three hours, and there, there has to be ebbs and flows. There has to be backstage segments. There has to be promos. There has to be things that happen outside the ring. There has to be wrestling as well. But I do believe that the, the lion's share should be wrestling. So when you have a, a Seth and a Riddle and a Cody and a Chad and a Kevin and a Roman and, you know, people that can give you, like, matches, that, that's what you need with all, with all due respect to the entertainment aspect. And you can put Chad in with anybody and he can get a good match out of him. I have like a question the, for you, though. Please shoot. So will Chad Gable get his first singles title? Or is he going to be completely always going to be that that gatekeeper that tag team? That's what always. That's the thing about it is they 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 shoehorn people into a certain um role. Well, where Ziggler's at? Ziggler's the guy that will give you a five star match, uh, but always come up short. He'll give you the five star match. He'll he'll win it. He'll he'll win his every tenth match. You, you know what I mean? And it'll be in a in a, in a weird circumstance. To, so to answer your question, I, if if I'm booking Chad Gable, he would already had a title. He would already be in the United States title pitcher. He'd be in the Intercontinental title pitcher. But if you if you if you're shoehorning him into this guy that he's just a really great wrestler, you know what I mean. And not, but not everyone needs a title. I go, I don't know. I think it'd be I think it'd be fair to give him a United States title run. I don't think anybody would begrudge me if you put that that belt around his waist. You you know what I mean. So, but to answer your question, and honestly, I don't see it, man. I don't see them doing it. I do not. I see them having treading water with the Valfi Academy, having great matches with great wrestlers, and and being that guy. And that's that, that's just me. What I see. Not telling you what I know, it's what I see. And I, when I, I usually, like my daddy always say, I call it like I see it. And I usually write because I'm just watching. Yes. <laughs> so, something I'm no excited. Need to, no need to speculate. Something I'm excited to see is next week we've got Kurt Angle showing up and he's got his three eyes, you know, the integrity, intensity, and intelligence. It's and who Bird, knows baby. more about intelligence than Chad Gable of the Alpha Academy? And those two, I think are going to have a segment together, I'm guessing. And I think oh, it's going to be, be like, just, <laughs> I think it's going to be so good. I'm so excited. Uh, I feel like that's just, that just writes itself. And I, I think oh, that'll, that'll be a little bit, I think of a peak of what the ceiling of a Chad Gable could be in a singles role is, is if he is in a, and I'm projecting here, but if he is, or speculating, I should say, if he's in a, in a segment with Kurt Angle, does he hold his own? Does he look like a star next to Kurt Angle? I think could say a lot going forward. Oh, speaking of ceilings, you know, we got a little segment to talk about ceilings and floors and buying and selling and doing things. You know, we got a guy with a last name, and I like things that match up, sync up, make sense. Unlike Grizzly Bear Solomon and all his shenanigans. <laughs> what is it? Style by T's? What is it? What is it, Brian? Storyline story T's. Storyline T's. Story Who just follow back on Matthew? You know what I, need? I, need that, I need that shirt, though. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. 
What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDSE. Listen, <laughs> we have this segment called the Farmer's Market. <laughs> yes, this is the Farmer's Market. We call it Farmer's Market because my name's Jack Farmer. Farmer, like, a, and it's also like a farmer's market where you get fresh produce. This is the new stuff. Market, like a stock market. Which no! wrestler... <laughs> If they were a stock, which wrestler's stock is low now but is about to go high? There has been a lot of talk about the WWE and what it will look like with Triple H in charge and what Triple H will bring to WWE. And one of the things not talked about enough is how Triple H seems to like wrestlers with eye-catching style. You see people like a carrying cross with the black and white smoke-filled entrance, or a Shinsuke Nakamura with the rock and roll ear-tingling vibe, or even the Undisputed Era with the black and gold boom that caught your attention right off the bat. Uh, The future is about style. The future is about people who will jump right off the screen. That's why you need to buy right now in the person I think has been the most stylish person in wrestling for years now, Santos Escobar. He obviously can wrestle well. His ring gear, his presence, his music, his style, his clothes, his wrestling style even stands out from everyone on the roster and the character honoring the legacy of Lucha Libre and his family is something that gives him so much ammo for the main roster. Took a ton of L's in NXT. Took a ton of L's in 2.0, but I think once he gets to the main roster, he is going to take the world by storm. So if there is a wrestler you could buy stock in right now, buy stock in Santos Escobar. You might be on to something. Just took, the, took an L to Tony D'Angelo. Had to leave NXT 2.0. Where does that leave him? Hmm. That leaves him to SmackDown or to Raw. That leaves him in a place where he can go to start to cook. So I'm going to do it right now. Brass t- I'm, I'm buying Santos Escobar. I've bought him since the first time I saw him. I bought him since I've seen him in that dope-ass green blazer, that green and black blazer he was wearing, that drippy john. So I'm buying, buying, buying. I believe he will end up, I'm going to say SmackDown, maybe? Going SmackDown, Santos Escobar. The vibes are there. He's there. Santos Escobar in the draft, too, by the way. Let's go. Mm-hmm. That is the easiest far as market I've ever saw in my life. It is. I'm buying. It, it has to be a buy. Buying. And, and, and I know this is going to sound cynical because I am a cynical person, but Rey Mysterio is hitting 50 years old. Um, you're going to have to have something that can really speak to that demographic in a way that is platable for that. Have to. The middle America. Uh, sorry, they do drive the business. Sound I try to tell these haters. He, I know, I know. And if you want to hate, <laughs> please hate at Evan T. Mac on social. At uh, Evan T. Mac. <laughs> I, can, I want all the smoke. Y'all know but I'm right. Because the thing about it is, I'm always going to be followers. right about this. I'm <laughs> always going to be right about this. I'm always going to be right. Middle America casual viewer is the only thing that drives money. I'm telling you. Because it's right. more of them than it's more of me. True. What is this? You buy a T-shirt, maybe, but a family of four buy pretzels, programs, and they buy the packages on the floor. That's just the way it's going to be. But you look, you look at Santos. He looks like a million dollars. He has no no one that looks like him. Nope. Uh, has that style. Can can flirt with the mask and not with the mask with his entrance music. This guy, and he was at the the, the launch party at SoFi Stadium for WrestleMania. He was. If, if that's not the the ticket right, if that's the rocket right there, I don't know what is. Santos Escobar is. I'm and this dude's. Special. He's been listen. I'm a I'm a huge fan, huge fan of Santos Escobar, man. 
He got, got, got himself. He never was never was out of shape, but got himself into spectacular shape. Yeah, he meets the eye test. You look at him, he just looks like a star. Before mm-hmm. you, he even like wrestles, you just yep. see him come out there. I mean, from the moment his interest music hit, the walk he walked, he looks like a star. So I'm definitely buying. There's certain things I always look at when I think about stars. There's what would they look like on the poster and what would their action figure look like? And I think a Santos Escobar action figure would fly off the shelves for kids that like wrestling. Every time he comes out, he just it, it's, it like blows up on the screen. And I think that if I I always say, too, if I had friends over that didn't watch wrestling, I guarantee he comes out with whatever outfit he decides to have on because he's got a million of them and they all look spectacular. People are going to say. Who is this guy? He's he's just a star, and I think that now that he's on, he's going to go to the main roster. I, I believe, and I think that he's just. I think he's going to take the world by storm. Who is the next Mexican legend that can take the mantle from the the great Rey Mysterio? Who can show that tradition, honor that tradition, tick those boxes, get those the people to resonate with him? I believe it is the great Santos Escobar. Bye 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 bye. <laughs> Mad money. Bye, bye, bye. Bye, 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 bye. This is a stock you gotta buy. <laughs> that's, that's, that's my mad money. And I don't know. That was, that was, that was the best I got. Yeah, but I haven't, heard, yeah. I haven't heard him in a while. But uh, <laughs> I think he went broke. <laughs> <laughs> this is a stock. You know, okay, listen, listen, listen. We also like, we do the farmer's market. We also like to highlight the ladies. See what I'm saying? When we don't have a lady on, there's a... There's a segment we do and we highlight the women of wrestling, professional wrestling. Matter damn it, Flo, but you can pick anybody you want to be honest with you. It's just, that's, this is your segment. I don't, you can, I don't know. You can go to the, 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 the world's best Parcheesi player. I don't know what you're going to do in this, this segment, but this is Flo Beto's boot thing of the week. Flo Beto's boot thing of the week. Put me on blast right now. The part cheesy rank is my dude. Uh, <laughs> he was like, the number one rank for cheesy player. I'm like, y'all ain't knows it. <laughs> uh, look, when it comes down to this, the rosters, there's no one that's on a tear like Mandy Rose, man. Atlantic mm. City Heat Wave last week had a magic and story strike. And we all know that Mandy could go. She was a grappler, she was technical, but she went strike for strike with Zoe Stark in a match that really showed another dimension of her arsenal. We talk about people who go back to NXT, quote, quote, go back. You can't deny that Mandy has the best run. She is at the one of the longest uh, NXT Women's Championship reigns over 300 days and counting. About to eclipse the former Io Shirai, uh, Mandy Rose in a runaway. Wow, that's true. She's starting to starting to put some accolades together. Starting to put a good run together. She didn't just go back. You know what I mean? She's went back and made an impact. She went back to have good matches. She went back to do her best promo work, her best wrestling work, her best in ring work. And that that has to speak volumes for her character. That has to speak volumes to the craft that she's dedicating herself to. And I know everyone wants to think of that place as a developmental place. And I'm, I'm I say I guess on paper it is, but it's still okay to admit you need to develop, mm-hmm. and admit that you're on a main roster and you're treading water and not doing something that you want to do. I think it takes I think it takes a a special person to go down, so to speak. And reinvent yourself and and look and, and come out better for it. You know, mm-hmm. years ago she was always compared to Trish Stratus, right? And it was because they both, um, you know, fitness models and long hair, rest- long hair. Let's call it for what it is. They was both gorgeous, but we with Trish, we saw her evolve into a phenomenal wrestler, mm-hmm. and we're starting to see the same thing with Mandy Rose. Not only is she like doing great in ring work, but just the promo work. Um, she's like Jack brought up earlier. Posters and action figures. That's going to be Mandy Rose. It matters, from, man. Yeah, and I, I always, 
you know, when I saw her on Tough Enough, she was my pick. I was like, oh, yeah, she's going to be a star, you know. But she did the work. Not just being, you know, a pretty face, but she's been doing the work. So uh, I'm a fan. Crop it out, Brian. Crop this out right here. We're putting you over, Manny Rose. I know it was a lot that we said, but Brian, make put us all, get us all in somehow. What is it, two minutes on Twitter? 220. Yeah. <laughs> 220? Oh, use all that 220. That might have been about 220. Put it all in. We're putting her over. I also like Mandy Rose. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. <laughs> and that was that was like 220 right there. But, uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, what you got? What you put up there? Uh, yeah, yeah, Roman and Drew. Um, before we get up out of here, I do want to uh, unpack Roman and Drew. They, I, I feel like it's... Um, damn it. They got me... They, this, is why, this is why wrestling is so intriguing. They actually got me thinking Drew can actually pull this out. <laughs> and and it gets it's getting on my damn nerves because but how many times we said that with these Roman matches? I listen. I never really felt it though. I just but, but, saying it. I'm just saying. Them, you, you know how like, you just you know how you man. speak things in existence, Mama. I really wanted to. I really want the Nintendo 64. Boy, you ain't getting that. We broke right now, like Mama. But I, I'm trying to speak it into existence. <laughs> right, right. That was back in the day when I was. Yeah, that was mama little Mac. That was little. I was like, Mama, please. I'm trying to get the, the N64. Now, you want to talk about showing the brother's yeah. age? The get system a vision, that changed the game. Board with N- N64 on so you gotta it. Put, you got to put, you got to put it, you got to put it out there. You know, it's called, it's called a, vi- yeah, it's called a vision board. I was, my mom, like, my mom, my mama walk in there and just pull the plug off the vision board. She's like, I said, you can't take the tax off the vision board, mom. <laughs> so that's, so that's how, that's how I feel about Roman when I'm like, I think so and so has a shot. I really don't believe it ever. I just have to say it because we'll come on here and do predictions, and we all say Roman Reigns in a clean sweep. So I try to be dishonest for once. And try to just shake things up. But with this thing, listen, guys, I'm actually trying to keep it real for once when it comes to Roman Reigns. They actually convinced me that he might take the L here. They have built it and booked it a certain way. Cardiff, you know what I mean? Drew McIntyre actually really pushed for this venue. He's, he's one of the big reasons why it's happening in real life behind the scenes, by the way. He's pushed for it. He's cutting these promos against Roman, made Roman look a tad bit vulnerable. Austin Theory's lurking. You don't see Paul Heyman around. It's very, very interesting. That's all I'm saying. Will it happen? I don't believe so, but I'm going on record to say right now, they actually have me convinced the tribal chief can fall. My favorite bit about this past week with Roman Reigns and Drew McIntyre was the fact that Roman was alone this week. And I love that he kind of acted a little differently. He was a little more friendly to Sami Zayn. Uh, and <laughs> no, but here's the thing is uh, that's exactly how a bully is. Like when they got their yep. friends around, like, oh, you're trash. I don't need you. Ha ha ha. But then when they're alone, they're a little bit like, hey, man, how's it going? Like I'm, I'm by myself. He he felt like it's a very nuanced little thing that he was a little different when none of his buddies were around. And I think that that was just a very interesting wrinkle in his character that made him just a little bit more vulnerable. And I think that they should get credit for how cool that is instead of him being the exact same without his friends around. I thought that as was can, very cool. As you can see, Roman doesn't need anybody now for sure. Uh, th- that, that should have been apparent. But he, I, I think he, wants to, he doesn't need anybody. Roman, man, I'm, I, swear, I swear, man, I've never seen somebody, I've never in my life seen anything like this as far as a change in a, in a superstar ever. Honestly. I've never, this is the greatest, I've never seen anything like this in my life. I'm telling you, I remember, I remember looking at my wife being like, this dude, I would say, I'm never, I've never, when I first took her to her first event, when she started seeing Roman, I go, baby, that's why I'm not, not going to sit here and act like other people do and act like they first guessed this because they didn't. I said, baby, Roman Reigns could be something really great. I said, he's missing something. 
And I didn't know what it was. I didn't know what it was, but I knew, I, I knew that at his current form, he would not be an all-time great. I don't care what anybody, I don't care how many matches he's winning. I don't care. You can't just have him beat The Undertaker and, and everyone just believe it. And then all of a sudden, man, when he spared Bray Wyatt in that pandemic or whatever, and I was like, mask. I was, I was like, I was like, what's happening right now? And then that was way back then. And now he's like, I have never seen a transition from, from Lord have mercy. I'm, I'm, <laughs> Roman Reigns is the best wrestler in the world, man. I'm the best sports entertainer in the world. And I can't believe I'm ever saying that. I'm saying this off the cuff, so don't judge me too hard, but kind of kind of stone cold light. How he had a big career is like the Hollywood Blondes and all this other stuff. And then he cuts that 316 promo and it's a totally different animal you're dealing with that just rockets to the top of the world. And similar to uh, to Roman Reigns, was around for a long time, doing a lot of stuff, but then something clicked and it was a different ball game with that guy. It's just, it's, it's great to, uh, what I'm saying is it's great to see. It's great to see someone um, find themselves in the wrestling business and being at, be at their apex, being on the top of the marquee, being the, being, having that title as long as he's had that title. Whenever, he, if, if he, when he does lose that title, always being that viable person when you know can probably get it back. They, they say, they ask, they ask age old question, would you rather be um, the 16 time champion or the five-time champion that's every run has been like 500 days. You, you know what I mean? What, what would you rather be? That's that to me. I, I don't know what you guys, what kind of person you guys are, but I don't, I don't know. You know, like when we look back at Roman, he's had the title a lot, but this run will be the run that everyone remembers for his entire career. Right. Mm-hmm. So riddle me this there. Well, if, if Drew Mac, if or when no, it goes to classic cash. I don't know why not, they got me thinking he's going to win this match, but and, and he, he does might. not. And he does not. He win. might. If, if Drew does not win at Clash, Clash of the Castle, does he go back right down to where he was before? Questions, me, low. I mean, here's a guy that quote-unquote carried the pandemic era. You have the title twice. He definitely did that. But, yes. I mean, if you believe in the pandemic era, because I got in trouble for saying that one time. So, But yes, he did. Um, but the question is, if he goes, if he loses this match at Clash of the Castle, where does he go from there? Because you just put him you, back down? Cro- back crawling cross, cross. Cross is the guy. No. That's, no, no, no. You can... <laughs> You cannot you like it, but you you cannot like it. But that's why I don't believe Cross is going to be WrestleMania this year. I think they're setting up Cross as a rebound for Drew McIntyre. So Cross that's, is not going to win. I don't know, but Cross that's, is definitely being Drew McIntyre. That's what I'm that's, saying. That's the th- that's the thing is I think that uh, one way or the other, I think that they're setting Cross up so he's viable for Drew McIntyre once Clash the Castle is done. <laughs> yeah, like so it. yeah, so Roman's gonna Roman's gonna win in a close one. Carrying Cross, Carrying Cross might even cost him to be honest with you, and um, and then and then Carrying Cross, Cross jackets Drew McIntyre and breaks Flobo and my heart, just go. because I love me some Drew McIntyre. There you go. <laughs> he always shouts my, go he always and, shouts my wife. He always asks about my wife. It's a beautiful thing. And then uh, Cross is going to go through and beat all of Flobo's favorites. <laughs> And then, and then full circle moment, he's got a main event, WrestleMania 39, Grizzly Bear Salomon. Where he'll call his retirement 10 years from now in Toronto. <laughs> and then and an undercard match is going to be Grizzly Bear Salomon versus Guthrie. I wouldn't even explode. I'll implode. In a, <laughs> in a no. Gu- Guthrie, Grizzly Bear Salomon in a, in a Iron Man match. Falls count anywhere, extreme <laughs> rules. <laughs> We're making it happen, brother. We're making it happen. Yeah, man. Uh, yeah, I think the show's over. Given, 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 given Brian enough content to chop up. I've given him enough. We, we, we give, we've given him, we've given him enough. We've given him enough work to do. 
You know what I mean? We give it enough social clips. You know what I mean? You know, that's what we that's what we're trying to do. We, we do the show for Brian's social clips. <laughs> and the but fans, no, right? In the fans. <laughs> I say I say it all the damn time I do it for I the fans. They've been they hear me. I do it for the paycheck. I listen, I put the I put the fan money, 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 money. Everybody's got a price. Hey, 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 Yo, Brian, hey, pay that track. Everybody's got, got a, a price. Y'all sold out. Y'all sold out. But the million dollar man. And that was you my be dude. bought. That was my dude back in the dude. day. Woo! You gotta God, do the I love them. That might have been my first heel I've ever liked. Truly, truly, you truly, do the truly. Lab. Oh, I love the man. I like this. As much as I, much as I racially didn't like it, I always wanted to be Virgil. Always, <laughs> I racially. Didn't I was like, like I said, I didn't racially didn't like it, but I always wanted to be his valet. Like I would be like, yo, I'd, I'd wash your car for a million dollars. Listen, man, Virgil. Virgil was handsomely paid, yo. But um, yeah, damn, <laughs> damn, I love million dollars. Damn. But anyways, yeah, but listen, listen, everybody listening, appreciate you guys as always for taking this journey with us each week when we just talk about wrestling and ramble about different things. Um, yeah, it's been a blast as always. Flobito.com, Real Jack Farmer, the great Brian H. Waters, Brussels Sprouts and Crock Pots and whatnot. Here's the best element. Hubs and kisses, buddy. Yeah.